Hey guys, um, this is Josh, and you know what time it is. Welcome back to the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad. Joining me today is the lovely poet Ray Monet. Ray, say hello to the people for us. Hello to the people. <laughs> How's it going, guys? I am uh, poet Ray Monet, a poet and author and a little bit of a renaissance woman from Washington, D.C., and I have six, no, seven now uh, books out on Amazon that revolve around sex and sex education, as well as sexual empowerment. And my whole platform is just about getting people the information that they need to live successful and informed lives. So hearing what she does, you know we had to get her on the show because as much as we love talking about sex, we also love learning about sex. And there definitely is, I can feel it on the horizon, a new wave of sexual education that is going to burst um, in the upcoming generations here. So once again, thank you for coming on and being a part of not only the show, but um, our three-episode Valentine's series. You are episode two in the series. Um, and today we're going to be talking about foreplay. Um it's something that's really important and it gets glossed over a lot of times by men, myself included from time to time, but we definitely have to take the time and create the atmosphere that is needed. So uh, let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, I would just like to start by asking you, what do you consider foreplay? Because a lot of the times when I'm talking to my other male friends, they're just like, they think like, candles and dim lights or like the makeout session that's the only thing that constitutes foreplay and i kind of disagree on that but i want to hear from a different perspective i also disagree on that <laughs> um and i think a lot of ladies might disagree on that and that might explain a lot of things right um <laughs> uh foreplay is a lot of things and also, I want to say that foreplay is not um, just like sex. It's not, you know, one size fits all. You know what I mean? Just like sex, people have their fetishes. People have foreplay fetishes. People have things that they need in foreplay in order to get them into the mood. You know, so you have to find out what that is for your partner. So, of course, the number one thing that you have to do is communicate. And communicate it, communication, rather, itself is a huge part of foreplay. Because just talking to the person that you're interested in, it starts all of these beautiful little biological processes inside of your body, you know, like you, you get, you know, the clammy hands or you get like the sweaty brow or, you know, your heart goes a little bit faster. All of those things are a part of foreplay, you know, just like kissing. Yes, it is a small part of foreplay, um, but, you know, you know, kissing on the neck rubbing each other, massages, physical touch that isn't overtly sexual. That is where the foreplay lies. It's like getting ready, you know, just like um, sending sexy text messages all throughout the day. You know, if you know you've got a little loving appointment, you know, later that evening, you know, you shoot off a couple of messages like, oh, hey, I'm thinking about you. Can't wait to do this with you tonight. Can't wait to do this to you tonight. Ooh. You know, you get your, your partner excited so you guys are both on the same page coming into the experience. I mean, because how unsettling is it if you're there expecting this 
awesome and sexy time and your partner comes in pissed off from this horrible day at work and you didn't take the time to communicate and find that out beforehand. Now the mood is all thrown off. Oh, I don't even want to do it anymore. There are all kinds of things that happen. So communication is the first and the biggest step in core play for sure. Honestly, um, that's something that we preach, not just in foreplay, but throughout the entire show is communication is key um, because it affects every facet of life. Um, but I do, I was having this conversation the other day um, with my friend. He was having an anniversary with his uh, his fiance and he he didn't know what to do. And I was like, well, I was like, well, I was like, why don't you just spend a lot more time like setting the mood and he's like well i'm not gonna see her until like eight o'clock tonight and i was like yeah so it's like 11 30 uh start priming it now uh it, it's never too early to check in and like send a good like text not like how you do in text but like something to kind of invigorate her or stimulate her to give her a preview of what's to come you know i was like nobody just goes to the movie theater without seeing a preview for a movie and just be like, oh, this, you know, I was like, no, previews are what sell. Like give some, give them a preview, so to speak. Absolutely. I fully, fully agree with you. I mean, previews are hugely important. You know, never underestimate the power of, of photos. You know, um, you said that some of your guy friends talked about like, you know, putting the candles in the room and dimming the lights and stuff like that. That is a part of setting the mood, but that that's not a part of foreplay. Um, you know, the lights don't need to be dim for you to get it on. You know what I mean? The lights don't, you know, candles don't have to be lit every time you have sex. Like, that's not a necessary, like, part of it um, in terms of actual foreplay itself. Um, but in terms of setting the mood, yeah, sure it is. So if you're going to do those things or if you're going to take the time to, you know, set a special place up for your lover, you know, grab a photo of that. Like, oh. Got the bass ready for you. Oh, look at that. The, the, you know, pedals are in the tub already. You know, oh, quick picture of the champagne glasses set up. Like, oh, this is waiting for us tonight. It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be, you know, crazy out of the way. It doesn't even have to be crazy sexual. Because there are some people who feel like they're really bad at, like, at, like dirty talk and, you know, trying to be sexy. You don't have to try to be sexy. Just a short picture like that will just say so much more than you might even, you know, screw up with your words. The age old <laughs> saying, a picture is worth a thousand words, you know. Um, oh, yeah. it, right there, you heard it from um, the horse's mouth. Um, you don't, because you could fumble the bag with trying to paint a picture with your words, whereas um, the small little act of service you did right there, like getting a bath ready for somebody, makes it so much easier, you know, gives the your partner what they need, what they could be looking for um, intimate, intimately. Um, and it shows that you're okay with putting forth effort, which um, yeah. never hurt anybody. Yeah. Um, do you think there's every a time where it's too early to start? Because um, I was talking to, like, I talked to a lot of guys and girls about this, but some people think earlier in the day is too early to start. Like, but I was like, I don't think there is a time that's too early in the day to start um, when you're talking foreplay. Um, it depends on your partner. Um, you know, I I have a partner who is a early riser. Um, you know, 
five, six, seven o'clock awake, going out into the day. That's awesome. Um, however, don't you text me at five, six, or seven o'clock in the morning unless it's an emergency. I swear, because I'm not gonna get up until much later. You know, right. I'm a nine, ten, eleven o'clock gal. You know, so um, I mean, or you could text me and I'll see it later. You know what I'm saying? And and that might be fine as long as you can wait. Right. You know, About a couple but hours. A lot of times send out these sexy messages they're expecting you know a prompt response like oh this is so enticing that i can't you know i have to reply however people have lives um people have jobs some people can't have their phone you know while they're working like there are all kinds of circumstances so it really just depends on on the couple that's so true um a lot and not just on the couple but also i think on the, I'd say the generation too. Um, me being a millennial, as we're so used to instant gratification that not like waiting more than five minutes for a response to a text seems like the end of the world. Like you messed up somehow, <laughs> and, um, and which which blows my mind because I'm like, guys, five minutes, like it's okay. Like you could be doing anything, and like you said, yeah. like I'm okay with because um, I am the type of guy who would like shoot off a text in the morning knowing that I probably won't get a response for four hours because my partner doesn't get up um, until later than me, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But I, but I'm okay with that because it's something I like to do. Like you're waking up knowing that I was thinking about you or whatever, right. you know, right. the intention behind whatever activity was done um, is what I was going for. Exactly. Um, um, yeah. Exactly. Um, but I kind of skipped something and I kind of want to, I want to backtrack a little bit. Uh, you, you talk about the books that you have published, uh, on sex, uh, and sexual education. Uh, do you have any that specifically deal with foreplay or, um, necessarily, I would, I'm not going to necessarily sex equals intimacy, but maybe like the intimacy of uh, foreplay with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I I actually have a poem called foreplay mm. um, in specific, um, but I do have several others that also touch on um, on on the specific act of foreplay and that and that kind of intimate connection that you'll get from it. Um, the, you know, the basis of, of all of the poems that I do is to, it's, it's setting this scene, it's giving you this, this visual element, but then there's usually uh, a twist in there that kind of, you know, brings it back around to like, oh, wait, this is why we're here. Like, you know, oh, right. It's deeper than just sex right um and i think that's really a big thing that i want a lot of people to to understand okay um because i was like you can't just pick one part of i and i get that uh you couldn't you, you can't just pick one part of an encounter and say that this is the most important part um because if you take that one part out and you leave the others you you still could have a really good time you know it's just a different experience. Um, yeah. yeah. 
and it, and it's hard to rate it, but how important would you say that foreplay is um, not only to sex, but to a relationship um, in general? I'd say, um, honestly, my mind is screaming 10. Ooh, um, 10 out of 10. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and this is why, you know, first of all, because it all comes back to that communication, you know, um, secondly, because it is taking the time for your partner. Like, that's, that's, that's the biggest part. Like, everything else that goes on in life, everything else that happens throughout a relationship, a marriage, you have so much to deal with all of the time. And if you're rushing through everything, even sex, then it tends to, um, it's almost like a, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, almost a little resentment will set in because mm. it's not fun anymore. It's right. a chore. It's just a thing we're going to have to do to keep my spouse happy. It's not a, a thing that I'm truly being able to enjoy because I'm really connecting with my spouse. Right. Um, so that's why it, it, it's, it's marking so high for me and it doesn't mean that you know every foreplay session has to be 30 minutes long and like an hour long or 15 minutes or whatever like you know what i mean but some even if it's just you know the text throughout the day real quick you know even if it's just like oh you know oh i see you um uh, standing at the stove, you know, cooking the food. Let me let me come up behind you and you know give you the little hug around the waist, right. kiss your neck a little bit. You know, even if it's just minor things like that, those connections, those physical connections, and those repeated physical connections throughout the day, they keep that intimacy going, and they all add into a part of that of that foreplay. I like the way you kind of described how well not described, but how you brought it all together. Um, because sometimes I feel like that does get lost. People, they like to segment things when really it's just a continuation of the love, um, that was started earlier or whenever, um, the constant acts of spontaneity, um, they, they help to keep us interested. And I, I was, um, listening to another show uh, not too long ago today, and they say that they were just say uh, talking about how if your partner is giving up now and doesn't really co- want to commit to t- to keeping up these acts of intimacy while you're just in a relationship, what do you think is going to happen once they become like your spouse? Like it's not going to get any easier once you have kids or you've been together over a decade. Um, so it's it's really crucial. It, it, to, to me, it signifies how much potential you have to be an everlasting couple 
um, or partnership. Uh, because if you can keep these, like, yeah, sure. It's easy when you're in the honeymoon stage and it's new, it's fresh. You can't keep your hands or eyes off each other, but how long can you keep that fire going? That's the real, um, that's the real story. And I'm glad you talked about like how there, that foreplay shouldn't be durative. Um, it could be five minutes. It could be an hour. Um, it's really just about the quality of the interactions that you're having with your partner. Um, because a lot of times, like you said, like people are like, "Ugh, this is just something I have to do, not because I'm into it, but because my partner's into it. Right. But I was like, but really, why? Ugh, like doing something to please the person that you care about should be exciting for you. Like, mm-hmm. now, I don't think you'd be saying, ugh, if they would have brought you home some Chick-fil-A or some Shake Shack, you know, or got you tickets to see your favorite band or sports team. You know, I was like, they might not have liked it, but you would have been excited. So, you know, put in like that same effort, the same effort, the same energy should go into every aspect of your relationship. Um, Yeah, Yeah, it should. It it absolutely should. And, you know, I think people, you know, really forget, um, you know, a lot of times that both people in the relationship, you know, need to be heard. They need to be seen. They, you know, need to be loved. Um, and sometimes people can um, get a little bit of a of a tunnel vision, almost. Mm. Or I mean, I, I, I don't I don't necessarily want to call it selfish, um, but I think that sometimes when people feel that their needs aren't being met, they focus so much on how their needs aren't being met that they also forget to meet their partner's needs as well. Right. Um, and, and that, you know, it, it, you know, again, turns into one of those kinds of resentful issues that just kind of festers and grows unless you communicate about it and you, you know, talk about it and you take active steps to change it. Um, I couldn't, well, I would say this, I couldn't agree more. Um, so commercial. We're rewatching and we're talking as a pop culture podcast centered around television and film. Duncan and assorted guests revisit some of their favorite series and movies and talk about who they were when they first saw them and who they are now. We take a deep dive into how character development or storytelling helped us grow or how they cause a point of contention for us. Yes, it does get messy and we're not sorry. Follow us on Instagram at W-R-A-W-T underscore P-O-D and like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash W-R-A-W-T. Now, we spent a lot of time on the first half talking about kind of what is foreplay and how that relates to the sexual aspect that everybody kind of knows. But do you think there's a non-sexual act uh, or a side to foreplay? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, uh, as, as, as we were talking about uh, just a little bit earlier with, uh, you know, with kind of those, those texts, those, those things get not only to your visual senses, but of course, to your mind, right? They're, they're planting little ideas. Um, of course, with your speech, with the mood setting, I'll, 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 get, I'll give your friends a little point five on that, <laughs> on the mood setting, um, you know, because certain, if, especially if it's a um, significant song, 
you know, in particular, um, you know, you said your friend had an anniversary coming up. If there, if it's their, you know, special wedding song mm-hmm. or something that he pulls out that he hasn't played in years, you know what I'm saying? That's going to have a, a different and a significant effect, you know, when you know you're you're kind of presenting this 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 time of of passion to your loved one. Um, you know, I'd say as well that as far as um, kind of the non-sexual acts it would be you know just really like a foot massage hand massage Um, back massage like those things and not the back massage that turns into the oh no let me just pull this down right quick okay back massage and like let me leave you alone like frankly okay frankly and and a lot of men don't know this but if you if you stop that train, okay, your lady is gonna be like looking for the train. She's gonna be like, wait, where? Hold up, where did you go? Could you come back here, please? There's something else. Um, <laughs> so, so I mean, you know, uh, just a little passive rejection, um, you know, is healthy for ladies every once in a while as yeah. well. Um, and not just ladies, but, you know, for, for anybody to right. just say, like, okay, here, let me, you know, let me take all of this time to, to touch you and, you know, not link to anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that doesn't happen super often nowadays, you know, in relationships, unfortunately. That's so true. So, so taking the time to do something like that and saying that, no, I don't expect anything back from you. Like, I don't need anything back from you. That's often sexier. Um, you know what I mean? Then, then saying, you know, saying something sexy or trying to set the mood and like doing the candles and all of that, because it's like, it's reaffirming that you are actually just fully interested and invested in this person for who they are. Like, yeah. it's one of those things. I, and I do like to think of it, I always say it's like kind of like emotional edging in a sense is you want to, you want to like see how far you can take it to like that pinnacle of like before like your body really like says okay no like come back here like we have to do this like no like i just want to like make you feel good and like go about my day like just do something nice and like make you feel you know and then like that be it um but i also have to think like i have these like little mini chats with myself and i was like are we just doing this because we know we're gonna try to get some cookie here in like a little bit. Like, is is that really the the motivation behind it? And so I was like, sometimes I think in this culture, like, because like you were saying, it's like sometimes the back massage, like the back massage, always leads, you know, sometimes leads to the, you know, oops, let me just go ahead and, uh, I mean, we're already here, so why not? Um, and I was like, I try to stay, I try to stay away from that mindset, and I try to coach everybody else to to do that too, but. I'm only human, you know, and it is what it is sometimes, you know. We, it's okay to have those, I call those junk food, those junk food meals sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really depends on the person. And, and I mean, you know, and also the timing, you know. Like, you can, um, uh, ooh, okay. Ooh, I mean, that looks good. I, I can share, I can share this story. No, 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 I'm just thinking if it's something that I want, you know, to be publicly out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, we have to consider these things. This is true. Um, 
But yeah, so okay, so no names, obviously, but once upon a time, I was young and in the friend zone, you know what I'm saying? So like, it's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Let's, you know, let's, let's do little things. Like, let's do, you know what I'm saying? Nice things, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, okay, here, you know, here, let me give you a massage. Oh, you're going to give me a massage too. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Blah, 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 blah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just, okay. Like, let's sit over here. Like, let's, okay. Like, oh man, like, gosh, I really want this to go further, but like, mm, it's just not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not going to happen because the intent isn't there. Right. And that's of course, you know, a friend zone situation. Right. Right. But everybody, like there's levels to this shit. Right. So if you're, in a relationship and you're fresh off of a fight you know maybe you're coming over there to to give the hand massage to like oh okay well you know hopefully you'll be nice to me again and you know what i'm saying just talk to me come on it's yeah. okay just fine let's let it go you know what i'm saying well, you ain't even maybe mad no more yeah never, but yeah but you know nine times out of ten your receiver is also clued in to your intent mm-hmm you know what I'm saying? So that's why if at the beginning of the massage, the girl says, don't be trying to do all this extra, it's because she already knows that you're thinking about extra. But she really wants that get back massage. It's been so long since so we massaged her back, okay? So, so that's why it might feel like, oh, I'm getting mixed messages. Like, she still let me rub her back. No, she said at the beginning what she meant. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, leaned your intent, you know, and said, like, okay, you know, however, you know, yeah, sometimes those physical urges, you know, get the better of us. And it's like, I don't know, girl, the back looking real good right here. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let me just go a little bit lower. Right. I know it's some tension right mm-hmm. here. I was like, look, if you, if you, if you didn't want this, you should have been looking as good, okay? You should don't look this good, and we wouldn't have this problem. And that's when she rolls off the bed and nobody finishes their massage. And she's just like, come on, we just can't follow the rules. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. Oh. I mean, but yeah, you know, like I said, it's all about the communication between them. Um, you know, and, and, and them establishing what's okay and what's not for them, you know, but, but I really do think that, um, that just doing those acts, like really just out of love, like literally, if you're just sitting there on your plum board one day and you think, oh, maybe I should do this real quick, then go ahead, like, with that, like, gentle, nice idea, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's not hurting anybody, it's not imposing upon your partner. Um, but really, it's all in it, it's all in your personal intent. You know, um, there are people in the world who just want to do nice things for you. So true. Um, you know, it, it's a real thing. Um, everybody doesn't want to do it for you because everybody's not your person. But when you meet your person, it's very likely that they are just going to want to do generous things for you. They're going to want to right. clean out the dishwasher because they know you hate doing the dishes. They know, you know, that you. Uh, can't stand it when it snows, so they might be the one to go out and shovel, you know, or something like that. Like, just small things to show that they care without you having to to repay them. Right. Now, this is something that um, 
one of the, it's actually one of the reasons I um I started the show is a lot of the times you hear whenever you talk about relationships, you get uh, the female perspective a lot, which is something I admire on the show, um, getting both both perspectives. But you always it seems like it's always geared toward people who are in relationships or like going towards relationships. But would you say that foreplay is the same for people who would you say that a people even do foreplay when they do like casual like flings or hookups? Like I don't like I don't I don't know your past, but I, we all have friends um, who have been promiscuous at a time or two. Um, and would would you say that? Do you think foreplay even really happens there, or is it so transactional that like it's kind of just dropped? Um, depends on the the person. It depends. Oh. It depends. Yeah, because I, I mean, you know, sometimes you you'll have a conversation, you know, and that's and that's like you know a part of the whole, you. Pre twenty twenty, you meet someone at a club or like a bar, right? Yeah. And you're in the corner where it's dark, and you're canoodling. Maybe you're even making out at the bar, right? And and maybe as a part of that conversation, like, oh, what do you like? Like, oh, I like it doggy style. Uh, what do you like? Oh, I, I like having my ear bitten on. Like, okay, cool. So now we're like having this conversation about all of the things that we like. So it's, you know, nine times out of 10 natural that once we kind of get in there, then most of those things that we discussed, you know, would then kind of take place. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you get where I'm going with this. Oh. Um, you know, however, sometimes you don't have that conversation. And you just kind of go with what you know and what you, you know, what you hope is going to be okay, Um, which is a little of what we're trying to get people away from just in terms of having no consent chats and stuff like that. Like, just, you know, like, cool if I go down on you? Yes. Please. Like, (laughs) okay. You know what I'm saying? An affirmative. An affirmative, enthusiastic yes. Awesome. Go for it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I, I mean, I'm serious. Like, like that's that's all you need. Like, it doesn't have to be like a super long conversation. But some people, some people, and and you know, and personally, I I can't understand it. But some people don't like oral sex. They don't like receiving oral sex. There are some people who don't like giving it. Um and too bad for them. I feel like they're missing out, but that's just my point of view. Okay. But if they have one of these random encounters with somebody who is a lover of oral sex, like they might find themselves in the middle of a crazy situation or more of an argument than like a, you know, than a, you know, heated, you know, different kind of heated exchange rather, you know? So it, it just, yeah, it just really comes down to communication. I, I hate that that's the same answer like over and over again. It's so terrible. Um, <laughs> I don't. I, I really every single thing. And I was like, I don't hate that it's the same answer because it tracks with consistency. Because no matter who you are or like where you're at in your life, like communication just is always the best plan, you know? Yeah. Um, and then same with consent. Like, no matter where you're at in your life, even if you're married and you want to try something new, like 
Like it's it's your five year anniversary. Just don't just don't peg your husband. You know, um, like like make sure that's okay with but you know with him first because, you know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. communication. Hard conversations. Yeah, they're hard, but like they could be fun. And like you said, they don't have to be hard or long. They could be fun. Like you could find a delicate and like easy way to go over them. You know. I always love to use the, I saw this on the internet excuse. 100%. Okay. It's the best way to open up a conversation. Okay. You just say, oh my God, babe, look at this picture I saw on the internet. (laughs) Okay. And it can just be any picture. You can just save it to anywhere. Who cares where it came from? Right. It could be Twitter. It could be Instagram. Who cares? Okay. But you show them, um, you, you said the husband getting pegged. So you show the wife you know, bending the husband over, you know, with the straps on and all of that stuff. Yeah. Oh my God, babe, like, what do you well, think of this? And just, that's your, that's your soft test right there yeah. to see how they feel. Like, what is their general idea? Like, oh, that's kinky. Or, oh, shit, no, get that up out of here. <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Like, you know, <laughs> you're going to figure out like a general idea of how they feel. And then you kind of massage and explore the conversation a little more. Like, oh, well, you know, I don't know. It looks kind of interesting to me or, you know, and like, and just go from there. I mean, it doesn't have to be like, it's not rocket science to have a conversation with your partner. Like, and it doesn't have to be like, um, you know, but I, I highly recommend that you do not ever try to surprise someone with a new sexual anything. Um, just, oh my God. Don't, don't. Never, never a good idea. Like, like, tw- like, tw- like twelve, like ten out of nine times, never do that, please. Yes. Ten out of nine. Yeah. yeah. All righty. Um. So, twenty twenty one, we started a motto uh, for the year that um, we're gonna try to track with the uh, the Bachelor gang, um, and it's reduce, reuse, recycle. <laughs> reduce the toxicity. Reuse the love and recycle all the positivity. So from this, from what you're saying is, what I'm getting is what we wanna reduce for all you people who are having this, what I like to call fast food, like interactions with partners. Yeah, microwave sex, yes. No more TV dinners for sex, no more sexual TV dinners, okay? I know you a hungry man, but unless you're going down, you ain't really a hungry man, okay? I just, I just kind of shaded myself on that, so I'm sorry. Uh, no, <laughs> but that's that's for a different episode. Uh, but no, um, <laughs> we want to reduce like these little TV dinner encounters that we're having with people, and try to actual foster, actually foster connection. It doesn't matter how long we're going to be connecting with these people, but like, let's just try to like, like, like do these little texts here and there, you know. Um, we're going to reuse, like, you can reuse all that, like, love and spontaneity for, like, later on. Okay. Just because you, like, you, you started earlier with the text doesn't mean you're done for the day. Like, later on, you still have to put some work in there. Okay. Keep that energy going. And if you keep that energy going, you will be recycling the sheets all night because you and your partner will be having an amazing encounter because you're both have all this pent up, like just 
energy because I guarantee that this would not be one-sided. If you are giving your partner affection and meeting their needs anywhere throughout the day, they are not going to just be like, okay, thank you and move on. They're going to be reciprocative to it and they're going to give it back to you. Okay. You might get a sexy, like little cleavage pick while that work, you know, um, they're like, Oh really? So what are you going to do to me tonight? Hmm? Like, Oh, you want to talk big? Let's, let's go to the bottom drawer. You know, uh, listen, I've never seen you wear an apron in your life while you're cooking, but you're wearing one tonight and nothing else. You know, it's because you set that up. Okay. Um, And so, like I said, one plus one doesn't always equal two. Sometimes it equals three. So (laughs) just realize, remember, reduce, reuse, recycle. Take that, apply it to um, foreplay, apply it to your relationship um, just generally throughout your life. It'll help so much this year. That's what we're going for. Um, I just want to say a big thank you to Ray for coming out. But before we let her go, you already know what time it is. It is questions of the day, guys. We have five questions that we're going to ask Ray. So, Ray, what is your biggest turn on? Intelligence. Oh. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a man who knows more than me that can teach me something without, uh, you know, being – being dismissive or like, you know, down putting about it. Um, you know, that also has like the emotional like intelligence as well. Like that's yeah. Biggest turn off. Um honestly <laughs> it's so petty. Um but my biggest, like, immediate turnoff is spelling and grammar. Um, I'm an author. I'm an author. I'm a linguist, so, so I'm right with you on that. You're that text, and you're like, and I have to take 15 minutes to figure out what you're saying. No. Done. Done. Yeah. Okay. What's one piece of advice you could tell your younger self about sex or relationships? Um... Read books instead of listening to what the community says, like what the popular words are about sex. Like read books, have actual knowledge. Okay. What's one thing that you think you can be better as? uh, What's one thing you think you could do better as a partner? I think as a partner that I could slow down. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm constantly working. Um, like constantly working. Um, so I definitely think that I could definitely slow down and, and be a little bit more considerate of what my partner needs, like, you know, during particular times of day to be able to, you know, drop in and say, okay, well, listen, I know I still have a million things to do, but at least here, here's this one thing, you know, let me grab you lunch real quick or let me, you know, do something like that. And usually I am in such, like, oh, my God, my brain is like a tornado. Um, <laughs> so literally, I, I, I really struggle with having that kind of time to, um, you know, to say, like, okay, like, let me let me take a time and do this. Like, usually it's, 
I think like way ahead of time and I put it on my calendar and I say, okay, well, okay, I know this one thing is coming up, so I need to make this really special, you know, and I'll do that. Um, but just on a day-to-day basis, I'd like to be like more considerate. Okay. And then since this is the Valentine's Day episode and we all intend to get a little spicy either with ourselves or with a partner, what's your favorite position or what position do you intend to be in this Valentine's Day? She's creative. She's inventive. Okay, guys. I hope you like that. I think that um, I will be I will be pleased in various positions. You know what? An all rounder. We can appreciate that answer. It's diplomatic yet enjoyable. Well, Ray, once again, thank you for coming on today. Um, like I said, do you have anything uh, that you want to share with the audience before we uh, head out for the day? Um, yeah, because I do way too much stuff, and you guys need to know all about everything that I do. Pretty okay? much. Um, yeah. So first of all, um, follow me everywhere on all of the social media stuff um, with, under at Poet Ray Monet. Really easy, and it's everywhere. Again, P-O-E-T-R-A-E-M-O-N-E-T. Um, and you can also follow uh, my wonderful events company uh, at PRM Presents. Um, so that's Poet Raymond Presents. And we have a whole bunch of stuff going on. So first of all, I have um, seven books on Amazon now. Um, and my last book, like number seven, just dropped like a week ago. It's like ridiculous. Um, yeah. what's, the, what's that newest yeah. one called? It's called um, Happy Poems for Healing Hearts. Uh, it's a really, really fun companion to uh, Hurt Poems for Hurt People. Uh, not to mention, I dropped another book, um, Expose Your Inner Diva, literally on December 31st. So I'm like churning these things out now. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but um, in addition to all of the sexy things I'm going to be doing this weekend, I'm actually hosting uh, my own event. Well, it's an event series. It's called uh, For Couples Only. And basically, For Couples Only is me taking sex ed straight to the streets. Ooh. So we have like fun performances. We have, um, you know, a burlesque dancer, comedian, uh, erotic poets. We have a sword swallower. Um, but we also have three actual professionals come and they're talking to the crowd about intro to edging, intro to orgasms, and intro to toys this year. Um, and because of the crazy response to this event, um, we've actually also just released this um, as a like as a virtual event as well. Mm-hmm. So that all over can check it out. It's going to be available on Zoom, um, so you guys can visit Bitly backslash um, FCLFEB. 2021 uh, to get your online tickets um, or you can just visit Poet Ray Monet or Poet Ray Monet Presents because all of that information is going to be on all of those sites equally. Um, so whichever way you find us, definitely check it out because it's going to be a crazy show. And if you're joining us online, 
we have a 15-page PDF. Um, and basically, this PDF is like drink recommendations, um, you know, his and her drink recommendations, uh, a dinner menu, like a super easy dinner for two, like dinner menu, like planned out for you guys. Um, we have a couple of card game sampler, um, you know, just like links to all of our vendors, like everything. It's really, really nice. Um, so if you've got nothing else to do, you know, this weekend, I, I highly recommend you check out the show. Um, I mean, it's called for couples only, but whether you're coupled up or you're single, it's still going to be a hell of a good time. All right. Well, everybody, I know these classes or these sound amazing. Um, like I said, if you can't make it, I know I'll probably be there online. So hopefully we'll see you there. Um, and I guess until the next one, remember, reduce, reuse, recycle, and just keep loving each other. Okay. All right. Thanks again, Ray, for joining us. Everybody, don't forget to follow Ray on all the social media. We will link below. Check out her series this upcoming weekend for Valentine's Day. It's going to be some good content. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media to subscribe, like, give us five stars, leave a comment um, on Apple if that's where you listen or on Spotify or wherever you're checking it out from. Until the next one, we'll see you guys.